from Melbourne and Minneapolis. This is for Christ's sake. Second passage. The next night in the sunken chamber, Conway chipped away in silence for an hour while Pierce sat smoking. Finally, Conway said, How'd it go? Hello, and welcome to the show. My name is Hunter. I'm joined by my illustrious companion, uh, Hugh. Hello. All right, all right, all right. How are you doing today, my, my brother in, in, uh, in Bright? Uh, we don't ask that on this show. We get straight down to business. Oh. Um, because uh, there's no time to lose because our intrepid adventurers um, have nearly... There's no time to die. ...have nearly uh, uncovered the uh, the last tomb, right? Well, they've already unco- uncovered the last tomb. But the actual tomb within the last tomb. The actual tomb bit. Well, the tomb. What, what are you talking about? That, 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 the tomb is the whole thing. Well, I, I think you could have different interpretations of that word. No way. Anyway, who cares? We're we're, we're 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 doing some shit in Egypt, right? That's right. We got a group of uh, guys, and they're trying to find the last tomb so they can raid it. Blackmail the Egyptian government and uh, live off the spoils. You got toast and a nice uh, mug of orange pico tea. Uh, hang on, I've got to I've got to make my toast into a pyramid. Give me one second. <laughs> Extra professional today on the show. Okay, done. And now I'm going to bring it over to my lap so I can eat it on the pod. Or at least eat one uh, one wall of the pyramid on this episode. You're um, going to the last tomb. And then eat the remaining four, three, over the course of the next three uh, chapters that we record today in this marathon session. Yeah, so we got some stuff. So uh, anyway, uh, what happened last chapter? Well, based on the title of this chapter, I presume they uncovered the second passage. Mm. Is that that good enough? No, I don't think that's accurate, actually. They found the second passage, and now they're in the second passage, right? No, they found the first passage, and now they're going to uncover the second passage. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So who do we have on deck? We got Conway, we got Beerus. You know, what happened in the last passage is that Pyrrhus fought with his potential lady love. Um, oh, yeah. But I was writing down that question for our new segment. I could not remember her name. I was like, is it Julia? <laughs> is that your question? What's her name? No, no. Because I looked it up and the answer is Liz. Lisa. Lisa. Whatever. Same difference. Not Liz. <laughs> Lizza. <laughs> that's, not, that's not how you pronounce that. Lizzo. Um Lisa, Lisa, um, we got Conway and he's, he's kind of ragging him a bit. Uh, what, what happens then? They kind of just do a little bit of banter. 
it's kind of enjoyable, I think. Do you, would you agree with me there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like Conway. Um, Pierce is, is not that interesting. Um, but, no. uh, you know, they've been working for a while. And uh, finally, they find an outline of, of what they think, where they think the next block will be. Um, they sort of move it. Am I right? Where am I right? Yeah, you're right. And then, uh, what does it uncover here? Okay, so they uh, they open the door. What did you ask me? I wasn't listening. <laughs> so they find the a rock, which is the second, like you know, it's the way to get out of this room. Which is the second, yeah, yeah. Like, so the door. Well, it's not a door. It's a rock. It's a door. <laughs> what happens? Uh, it's not. <laughs> a door has a hinge. It a functions like a door. Closes. No, it doesn't. It opens by being removed. <laughs> no, because doors, you know, the key uh, feature. Okay, it's a doorway. No, there's no door. It's it's it's. What do we say? There's a passage in the first the chapter title. Okay, it's a passage. Yeah. So what happens? <laughs> Did you uh, actually read this so chapter? <laughs> they climb down this passage. It's a long chamber. It's not really a chamber. It's a passage. Leading to a chamber. At the end of the passage is another door. No, it's it's rock. <laughs> There's no no door. Whatever. Who cares? People understand what I mean. You understand what I mean. That's why you're correcting me because you understand what I mean. Oh, we want to be, we want it to be clear. You want to be right. I'm just trying to help you. So bro. they they extract uh, a block of stone. Which reveals a uh, a passageway. They go down the passageway. At the end of the passageway, there is another obstruction. Um, but it appears to be a thinner obstruction than the uh, the initial mm. block of stone. And uh, at some point, Pierce reasons that he can just push it open, and he and so he does. And. Uh, and he's like, cool. So he goes through the uh, the entryway into the next chamber. And then what happens? Uh, then he hears some scraping sound. And then he notices that uh, the passage that he entered in from has been blocked off. Mm. And everything goes dark. And that's the end of the chapter. That is true. Why does everything go dark, though? He dropped his flashlight. But also because the tunnel has been blocked off. So the light that was, any light that was coming from that direction mm. has also been obscured. Yeah. And then he's broken his flashlight. So it goes pitch black. That's the end of the chapter. Very exciting stuff. Yeah, I was, I was riveted. Uh, now it's time for a new segment. Because uh, this is a <laughs> well, pretty, what pretty about, flimsy, what about, uh, what about, uh, pretty flimsy chapter. Wait, wait, what about uh, For Crying Out Loud? Is there a for writing out loud that you wanted to uh, enter into in regards to anything in this tiny chapter? Well, not personally, but I, I just thought I would pitch it. What are you pitching? The idea of doing the segment <laughs> yeah, that you don't yeah. have a, a specific, I, I don't uh, have a specific uh, reason to why? do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have nothing, and if you have nothing, I think we can proceed on to the new segment. Oh, okay. The exciting new segment, premiering... You know, towards the end of this book, 
Maybe we should have left it to the start of the next book, but nonetheless, we can test it out here, see how it goes. Anyway, this segment is called what? It's a trivia segment. Sort of a game show, if you will. It's called The Price is Great. No, The Crite is Right. No, I think it's The Price is Great. No, The Crite is Right. <laughs> because each week on this no, segment, or at least each of the weeks in which we do this segment, which will be every week from now on in, we ask the question, the crite is right, but are we, or will we be? Because the crite is right because he wrote the book, so whatever he's written is what we're, we're being tested against. So he's always right, but are we right? Do we have the right price? That's why it's called the crite is right. The price is right. The crite is right. So we're going to do a little bit of uh, trivia here. <laughs> These aren't trivia questions about the book, really. Yes, they are. Well, yeah, but they're about the text, not the, not the, the you know, the outer context. Not the dust jacket. Yeah, or the man who wrote it. So they are about the book in many senses of the word. <laughs> so this is kind of, this is kind of a reading comprehension test to make sure that uh, we weren't just, you know, skimming over the chapters, that we are actually paying attention. More importantly, that we actually read it. So the sort of thing that your teacher might have done in, in high school. <laughs> so we're probably even more tedious and uh, granular than that. Mm. All right. Well, let me uh, slip open my phone real quick. Now, we have to be careful here because, because we might cross over a little bit because we're working with limited information, especially with this chapter. We have to be careful that when the other person is asking the question, the recipient of the question, the person who needs to answer it, must obscure the contents of the book and also obscure their own questions while they're answering it. So they're not referring to anything. Yes. It's off the top of the dome. And we can uh, implement the honor system. I think we're both mature enough. Yeah. We can trust one another. Yeah, yeah. I'm turning my tablet off right now. And I am uh, putting the cover over my phone. All right, who wants to go first? All right, how, how about I go first? Go. Okay. <clears throat> Where does Pierce threaten to punch Conway after he presses him about his fight with Lisa? Hmm. In the nose. Hmm, you got it. You're right. Get a point there. All right, my turn. Uh, what are the dimensions of the exterior surface of the door? I guess it's not a door. We've already established that. What are the dimensions of the exterior surface of the stone that is blocking the passageway that Conway uncovers? What are the dimensions? What are the dimensions? What do you mean? <laughs> As described in the text. 
Well, it's a, is it a square or a cube? I guess it is a square. Okay. Yeah. And it's um, four inches all the way around. Four inches all the way around? Yeah. How does that work? I don't know. Well, you know, I was thinking about something else. I, I don't know. I, I forget. <laughs> so you were close. I mean, you remembered something from the book um, <laughs> in that it was four. It's described as four inches thick. But what I mean by the dimensions of the exterior surface is when um, one of the characters uh, reasons that it's about four feet square. Ah. Uh, then how is it? How is it four inches thick then? Four feet square in terms of like the the surface that they're looking at. The front surface of it, which is oh, what so my question is. It's not specify. a cube. <laughs> it is a cube. No, it's not. But I asked for the dimensions of the exterior surface of the stone that they were confronted with. Whatever. <laughs> Your turn. No, because a cube is the same surface, like, measurement on each side. Well, either way. It's a either rectangular way. prism. Nice try, though. You, you missed one of me, so that, that doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't get the right answer. At any, even if you said four feet square cubed. Well, that's not right, though. <laughs> if you had asked me what the dimensions of the face were, then that would be a I said question. the exterior surface. That's the face. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> okay, maybe I interpreted your question wrong. All right. <clears throat> What make of car does Conway compare the weight of the stone to? I guess I don't remember. Mm. Um, a Cadillac? No. Correct answer is a Buick. Yeah, I don't remember that. Well, that's too bad. How, my turn, how long is the passageway once they remove the stone? Um, 15 Roughly. Feet, 15 feet. 15 feet. Yeah. One five. Uh-huh. No, it is five zero. Oh, well. About 50 feet. <laughs> I was not paying attention. How many inches does Pierce approximate the depth of the stone to be? Four. Yeah. Kind of give that one away. That four inches for the first stone, the second stone is one inch. Well, they don't Just know Just for that. a bonus point. No, no bonus points. Last question for this chapter. Um, how did the room smell at the end of the oh chapter? My God. The one that uh, Pierce gets trapped into. I remember reading that it smelled like something, but I do not remember what it smelled of. Um, uh, let's just say death. I'll give you that because uh, the last sentence is... Maybe we can enter into a mini segment of for crying out loud within uh, the Pride is right. Is Come on, let's hear it right about now. For crying out loud. And this is the last sentence. The room smelled dead. So I'll, I'll give you that. It smelled of death, but it smelled dead. Yeah. Right. I'll give you that. Acceptable. All right, so uh, so far you got two points. I got one point. All right, well that'll that'll wrap us up, I think. Goodbye. Great See episode. <laughs> As always. See you in a couple of days with another exciting episode of For Christ's Sake.
of Brown Hole.